Welcome to the Purity for Life podcast, episode 177. My name is Frank Honus. This week on the podcast, we talk about false starts in recovery and why they happen. For more information on this podcast and other resources, go to pflhome.com. Welcome to the Purity for Life podcast this week. Uh, so glad you could join us and listen and uh, j- uh, join us from pflhome.com, which is our website for Purity for Life. Um, I hope you guys are having a great Christmas season. Um, we just experienced our first um, winter snow of the season uh, yesterday and uh, just had a really great um, family snow day together, snowed in together and um, that's a lot of fun when you have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. <laughs> um, but it was a great day. I started a little cabin fever last night, so we were able to get out. But um, it was it was great. We've had a great, great uh, Christmas season, start to our Christmas season, and really looking forward to celebrating, um, celebrating the birth of our Savior, um, the very reason for our existence. Um, and in context of this podcast, the the very reason and the um, uh, the 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 catalyst really for our recovery, um, the sole reason for our recovery. If it weren't for if it weren't for Jesus, if it weren't for Christ, um, I just don't know where I would be today. And I don't know about you, but um, I just I, I couldn't be at the place that I'm at today of health and strength and victory um, and security on my own. So. We're we're really excited. I'm I'm uh, very grateful to be able to 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 have this season to be able to walk in in uh, in recovery, and I hope you are too. I wanted to uh, discuss and, and hit on a topic this week on the podcast that uh, I don't know that I've talked a lot about, but um, so I'm sort of hitting the rewind button a little bit and going back to, um, if you will. Uh, recovery 101 topics uh, this week, which is um, I want to discuss a little bit about false starts in recovery. False starts in recovery. You might be more familiar with the term false starts in related to uh, in related to football. And I'm not uh, a huge football guy. I'm not really a sports kind of guy. I know a little bit about football, but I know enough. Uh, to basically be able to watch the game and and that's it. <laughs> um, definitely wasn't an athlete growing up, but I do know when in relation to this term false starts that um, a false start is the premature movement right on either the offensive or the defensive line before the play really begins before the whistle goes off. There's movement, whether that's, you know, uh, I, you know, the center or, you know, someone on the, on the offensive or defensive line just, you know, moves just the slightest bit and then a whistle goes off and there's that false start. And, you know, this, this term sort of would, I don't know, I, I was chewing on this, thinking about this when I was actually cutting the grass, you know, a little while back, about a month or so ago, maybe a few weeks ago. And, I was thinking about it in relation to um, recovery, and uh, you know, I lead a group online, actually a support group for men with sexual addictions um, who want to, f- who you know, who want purity in their lives, and it's an online group. And so I've, I've, you know, worked with guys for for years, and have worked in uh, leading this group for four years, and 
I've I've just seen a lot of guys and a lot of you know a lot of guys find victory and health and and recovery and and really break free from from their addictions. But I've also seen a lot of guys who have incredible, incredible motivations, and they start out really, really well in their recovery, and um, and and they just have all the you know, like I said, they have they have the greatest, greatest intentions and motivations for for their um, their long term future, and their set in their purity, and they'll start out really, really great with a lot of momentum. And I and I started out this way. I'm sure I started out this way. Um, I think every guy to some degree starts out this way. You have so much momentum, you have a lot of passion, you have a lot, a lot of desire, you have a lot of tools that you're given. And there comes that moment where um, when two things are in play, and, and we'll talk about what those two things are of why false starts actually happen in recovery. But a lot of times what happens is a guy starts out really, really strong and really passionate and really excited, fired up, and then he hits his first slip. Or he hits, you know, he, he has a setback where, you know, maybe he's under pressure and he falls into that temptation or that trigger and he masturbates or he looks at porn or he goes back to that affair partner or whatever, the, you know, whatever the addiction is. And he goes back to that. And that is, um, you know, there there's that sort of that false start. And, uh, and, and maybe that maybe that's a little bit of an over generalization, you know, over, you know, estimation, but we all experience false starts, right? And it's not really a false start, I guess you could say, because, you know, we continue to, we continue to walk, even when there's slips, even when there's triggers, even when we fall back into the sin that we've struggled with, we keep getting up and we keep walking forward. And we try to learn from our slips. We try to learn from our triggers. We try to learn from the things that, um, that, that cause us you know, pull us back down so that we don't repeat those patterns. We don't repeat those behaviors, but we have all had this false starts. And so as I began thinking about this, I wanted to, I, I was, I was actually asked the Lord, I was thinking I was riding the tractor cutting grass and, and I was thinking about my life and, um, and I was thinking about the lives of the men that I work with um, on why do false starts happen? Why do we, why is it oftentimes that uh, we gain so much momentum and we gain so much, you know, uh, passion and, and we sort of, we, we, we trip up and we, uh, we lose, you know, uh, we kind of fall back and, and, uh, w- what are we missing in the follow through? And because I, I feel like, um, I feel like there's always more that we can do. There's always more focus that we can have. And, and these are just two reasons why I think, um, if you are the guy, if you are the man, if you're the woman who tends to start things really well and then you either drop the ball or you don't follow through and that's more or less the pattern and you've just had a longer, you know, you've had a longer track record where, you know, things just, you can't seem to get a rhythm going. You can't seem to get a long-term strategy and you keep falling back into the same issue. You keep falling back into the same issue. This podcast is for you. And I feel like, um, you know, and, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with you um, because every single person experiences struggles and slips and relapses. But I think there are some who, because there's certain things that aren't in place and they're um, maybe maybe it's a, you know, maybe it's a strategy issue. Maybe it's a support issue. Maybe it's a structure issue. I mean, all those, the four S's we've talked about, um, whatever that might be, you know, those are important things to be putting into place. 
But I think there's two reasons why false starts occur in recovery. And the number one reason, I think, is when our feelings outweigh our focus. When our feelings outweigh our focus. So what do I mean by that? I mean, we live in a generation that depends and relies solely on their feelings. How do I feel the moment I wake up when I get out of bed? How do I feel on the way home from work? How do I feel after a really stressful day? How do I feel after, you know, um, after I recover from some kind of illness or sickness? I mean, we, we are built and have been given feelings and emotions from our creator for an incredible, incredible reason. And, and fe- there's absolutely nothing wrong with feelings. So let me say that up, up front. Feelings are... Um, so, so important. And, and that is actually one of the, the primary questions that I ask my guys is, you know, how are you feeling? Um, you know, because feelings do matter. But what we need to remember is that when we only rely on our feelings, when we only rely on that, and we, we lose focus of what our long-term goal is, of what we're trying to do, and realizing that in recovery from an addiction, that this is a a life-changing move that we're making. This is not like, you know, learning how to tie your shoes or, you know, uh, whatever it might, juggling. I don't don't know. It's not like, we're not like learning a hobby here. We're not learning, you know, just just one of those minute skills. You know, this is like, this is a life focus. And if we lose focus from the long term of what we are, the man that I'm trying to become, a man of sexual integrity, through Jesus, through Christ, through his standard, through what the word says, then I will depend on my feelings every time. I will depend, I will revert back and resort back to how I'm I'm feeling and how I'm doing. And what I find is a lot of guys tend to do that where they'll have a false start, they'll have a really great week or a great month, and then a slip will occur or, you know, they'll have a setback or they'll turn to porn or whatever it is. And they come away very, very uh, frustrated, almost to the point of wanting to give up. And a lot of that is natural, obviously, because who wants to lose, right? Who wants to, you know, suffer a slip or or go backwards, you know, <clears throat> go back in time. But the reality is that we are going to have slips and we are going to have trips and we are going to have those setbacks. And we have to keep our eyes on the ball of what we are wanting to accomplish. You know, I love what, what scripture says about um, about pressing on towards that goal, keeping our eyes fixed and focused on, on what we're trying to achieve. Philippians 3 um, verse 12 says, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach, there's those words, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Jesus, through Christ Jesus is calling us. So there's this leaning in, right? There's this, there's this pressing on, there's this focus that, that, that goes beyond my feelings, that goes beyond my emotions in the moment that says, all right, I know what I'm trying to accomplish as a man, as a woman, after sexual purity, 
you know, after sexual integrity for my life. And I'm not going to allow, you know, a slip or a trip or a setback to take me off of that course and that path. And I'm not going to allow, even though my feelings are very valid, I always need to keep my feelings in focus or I always need to keep my feelings in hand and, and embrace what I'm feeling because, you know, as, as, you know, as a man in recovery knows, your feelings matter and is tied so much to um, your heart and to your ability to choose whether I'm going to act out in the moment or whether I'm going to act out. I'm going to find a healthy outlet to process my feelings and emotions. So feelings have a very, very valid place. But when we when our feelings outweigh our focus of what we of what we're trying to accomplish, of the, the man or woman we're trying to become, then then oftentimes we will trip up. We will lose that ground and we will lose that progress uh, or, or not lose the progress, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll struggle to get back up and, and we'll have more and more false starts, right? Because, you know, our focus is not on the right thing. So when our feelings that way are focus, and then I think that the second primary reason that a lot of people trip up and have, have a real struggle staying with consistency and remember consistency doesn't mean equate to perfection consistency just being realizing that they they are literally a work in progress a person in progress and process is that um we false starts occur when we're not broken when we're not broken from from our 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 addiction when we're not walking from brokenness, uh, we're not walking in brokenness from sin, from the destruction and the pain and the harm that it's caused our lives and to the lives of those around us. When we're not walking in a real sense of from, uh, we're not walking out of humility, out of the, um, the rock bottom place, if you will, that I think every single man and every single woman has to get to if they want to find freedom and victory and uh, and healing um i can't even begin to tell you how many how many men how many women uh, or primarily men but you know uh but even women i'm sure out there who until you reach that place where you are literally broken you can't find true freedom and and, and healing and victory um, this came at a couple places in my life in the past and certainly, you know, sprinkled throughout my entire recovery have I felt more and more brokenness over my addiction. And, you know, especially even just, you know, even just having having children, you know, having a four-year-old uh, boy and a two-year-old little girl, just realizing the weight of that and the responsibility and the the example that I want to set for them as a man, as a husband, as a dad, um, and just you know not wanting to allow that obviously into my marriage, but into my parenting, you know, and in, into being a dad, and just the, the 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 weight of that is really, really, I think in t- in some ways tied to brokenness in my life, and so until a person is broken, they will continue to have struggle. And uh, again, I, I've met a lot of guys who I, I just don't think have gotten this. And maybe you're at the place where um, your heart, you've literally not felt a crack in your soul and a crack in your in your heart over what you've done, over your behavior, over what it's done to others, over what it's done to yourself. You haven't gone to the places of pain 
and the places of of real um, of real bleeding, if you will, right? Because your heart, when you're in addiction, your heart is sick. You're not healthy, and there's a lot of stuff inside your heart that needs to be remedied, because whatever you're medicating is really what you need to be unearthing and what you need to be, uh, you know, looking at in your life. What are the emotions? What are the feelings? What are the um, what are those issues that you're trying to medicate? So only until we get to those places will we be able to, you know, find momentum and keep consistency, I think, in our recovery. And so I think those are two of the primary reasons that we do not, uh, two of the primary reasons why false starts occur in recovery, why so, so many people struggle. And there are a lot of people who struggle to find uh, long-term healing and long-term freedom in, uh, in recovery from addiction. Okay, so just to review here, two reasons why false starts uh, occur in recovery, I believe, is that when our feelings outweigh our focus and when we're not broken, when we haven't hit a rock bottom place where, where literally everything must shift and everything must change. And unless we reach these two realities, unless we understand these two things, then uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna find that that long term healing, that long long term focus, right? So I pray these two things over you. If you are in this place right now, um, if you're in one of those two camps or maybe both of them, that the Lord would just really uh, reveal those things to you and that he would He would speak to you, that you would begin to um, maybe do things differently, uh, maybe just purpose in your heart that, um, that you know, your recovery is one of the most important things in your life, right? You're... I mean, it's all important, right? Our relationship with Jesus, what flows out of that, our recovery, you know, um, uh, you know, for me, like, for example, for me, I know in my life that um, my relationship with the Lord, um, you know, is is the most important thing. And, and because that's the most important thing, um, that's where I learned to love my wife. That's where I learned to love our kids. But another part of that is loving myself and, and remembering my recovery remembering the man that God is creating me to be, a man of sexual purity and has created me to be. And that's just a whole, it's a whole nother bracket. It's a whole nother, uh, you know, factor in my life. And for those, there are lots of people who don't struggle with addiction, but there's lots of people who do. So that this has to become your, your recovery has to become one of the most important things in your life. And, you know, if you're single, if you're not married, then it is the, it is is the, it is you and Jesus and it is your relationship with the Lord. It's your relationship with people. It's your being open and, and opening your life to support and to accountability and people speaking into you. Uh, But God is just, he's wanting to, he's wanting us to not be perfect, but he's wanting us to to find consistency and he's wanting us to do well long term. And I pray that for all of us as we head into a new year, as we head out of 2017, that you would find long term strength, that you would find long term consistency, that you would find long term growth and healing and that you wouldn't just keep your eyes on the, on what's happening today or what's happening tomorrow. Your eyes wouldn't just be, you know, fixed on what you're feeling in the moment, that you're bummed out or that you're stressed out or that you're lonely. I mean, all those things are realities and I'm not minimizing them in any way, but realize what the Lord wants you to do 
and where he wants you to go. Get in his word, get, you know, talk to him, you know, worship, um, and, and you'll find your priorities. You'll be able to reprioritize um, yourself. So pray that over you, and I pray that you have an awesome uh, Christmas season, and I'm really looking forward to uh, continuing the podcast into 2018. Uh, my name is Frank Honus, and you can go check out Purity for Life at pflhome.com. pflhome.com is where all the resources and links and podcasts are uh, for Purity for Life. So have a great week, and we will talk to you soon. God bless.